close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me in my imagination In my imagination Well, sometimes my mind Play these tricks on me sometimes And I'll find that my mind Climbs higher than it should climb up Imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, which you find welcome to Eat Sleep, Run, Repeat, episode 33, the running podcast for the average runner. Uh, two of us in the house so far, uh, more will be subbing in as we go. But at the moment, you're with myself, Woolly, and got to say, welcome back from a two show hiatus. Steve, the Spartan Sparling, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Um, Massive week of running from what I've seen on Strava. Yeah, holidays get you, eh? You've got to do something in the mornings. Oh, yeah. That's my idea of a holiday, training. (laughs) (laughs) I might as well get my um, training talk out of the way because I've done hardly anything. I've um, I've just, I've been having a bit of trouble with my back recently and um, last week on Friday, I just... I just wrecked it. I had to do a bathroom reno on the right in the center of Brisbane and I had to get it all sort of set up for um, plumbers and electricians the next day. And I just, Too much. I just, yeah, just wrecked my back and I'm, I've been in, in all sorts since I, I did, um, I run with Fraser and um, Nathan when Nathan did his marathon on the Sunday, but I was just cooked all day after it. And then um, uh, Monday, I didn't do anything. I, it was a rest day on the program. And then Tuesday I jogged at um, the Strider session at Nudgy college. Oh yeah. And um, even on the warm up, I like I hurt the other side of my back when I was jogging around the track, like my, it's my lower right side back and glute. Is that from just the other side being sore and you're favoring it? Or I reckon, I, I actually reckon it was cause I was running like, um, you know, trying to compensate for, I don't know what I was done, but I you know, ended up hurting the other side. And it just, I was like, I walked for a bit and I managed to keep jogging. And I think I run for 50 minutes or an hour or something like that, just cruising around watching the others um, do their session. But yeah, I've done nothing since um, um, I've put all my training plan on hold and everything. Cause I just, this is the worst I've hurt my back for years. So I'm going to give it a few more days. If it doesn't make any improvements, I'll have to go to the doctors and get scans and all sorts. Cause yeah. Yeah, we had a bit of a chat, eh? It's a yeah. crazy, crazy. I'm trying to be thing. positive. I'm sure it'll be all good, but I've got like um really bad sciatica at the moment from it and um it's just horrible. But on a positive note, the uh some of the boys at the Striders on and uh that Tuesday night session were flying, eh? Chris, oh they were. Holy Chris Woolahan, Ben Merlin, Arvey. Wax was flying. Even wax even was wax was flying, yeah. It was, yeah. eh? Uh, my dad did his first strider session. How'd he go? He went well, considering he'd run in the morning. Yeah. I said to him, why'd you run in the morning? He said, oh, I didn't know if you were um, going to come, so I wasn't going to come. So because <laughs> I was going, he just turned up. But yeah, he went well. Yeah. Um, they had a massive crew there, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. Big photo, that one. 20 people, maybe more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've done. And um how, how did the how did you guys split your group up? There was Chris Woolahan, was it, and Arvey and yeah. Ben Merlin. What what's the go there? Were they just 
doing their own thing or the same thing, but just at a higher speed. Nah, they were doing one k reps. So they started a bit before everyone else, and um, yeah. oh, I think they were sort of aver- averaging around three minutes. Yeah, okay, or something like right. just flying, man. And yeah. um, and then the actual Striders crew did the um four hundred on two hundred like float. Yeah, I think times eight or times ten. I think some of them got ten, some of them got eight. Yeah, um, they call that Deke's quarters. That's like a Deke's ends up being just shy of um five k, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a good indicator of your um five k prediction time sort of thing yeah but yeah mate but what about you you've um you've you'd be topping the leaderboard on strava (laughs) on some of them some of them groups for sure inspired by the words of glenn kidney he um gave wax a kick up the ass that saturday park run he did at sandgate and said don't be a pussy and show up tomorrow and do that long run with you guys (laughs) and during the week he got in my head later in the week saying you're running heaps of Ks this week. I said, oh, I wouldn't mind cracking 100. And he said, don't be a pussy, just get it done. So <laughs> he even sent it again on Saturday <laughs> after, a, yeah, we had a bit of a chat online. And, um, yeah, oh, I got it done. It was a good week, eh? I, I went, it's my first holidays of the year and just relaxing. And we went up Sunday, so I didn't run Sunday. We sort of um, packed the car, drove up there, did a bit of walking to and from the beach, spending the day in the pool when we first got there and then, I was sort of thinking, which way am I going to run? Last time I was here was a year ago with you. Yeah. Uh, we went for a run together before the whole podcasting. Mate, how um, good is it running on the coast, though? You know, it's on that, awesome, mate. Those little tracks that go up and down the beach. It's just epic, eh? Yeah, I keep finding your name and Paul Goulet and a few others there. Yeah, I, run run up, I quite often run up there when I'm up yeah, there. Yeah, the leaderboards have your names on. But, um, I've never done the north way, but I think last time you said, "Yeah, just go across the um, Karamundi and you just yeah. follow the follow your nose, and it'll just keep going and going north all the way." And you thought at the time maybe all the way to Point Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first first day I think in the morning just banged out a sixteen k, and I thought oh, that was awesome. You know, I've never run on any of those pathways. Um, second day got up again, and Kylie went for a run as well. I said, "Oh, I'll see if I can catch you," and I got home. And my son goes, oh, mum's gone for a run too. So I went back looking for her, but somewhere along the line, they've put a new pathway in between, you know, two-way creek where it goes out to the ocean along the waterfront past um, all the way down to Dickies. So there's a new pathway now that goes all the way along the waterfront. Oh, so she went that awesome. way and I went down yeah. the main road and we missed each other. So I ended up doing 14K and then did another four trying to find her. Um. Heaps of recovery, eh? I love having a pool. The pool's good. It was a heated yeah. pool. So after runs, we just go for a swim and do a bit of um, sort of low weight exercise, basically, for an hour or so. Pretty good. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the kilometers just kept ticking over. So Wednesday, 15K. Um, I think I went to towards Caloundra that day um, the other way. So went over the headland, Moff, Moff's headland. Um out and back to what's the one there, bloody King's Golden Beach. Beach. Yeah. Golden Beach. So just around oh, there yeah. yep. and turned around and went back up over the top. And then there's supposed to be some weather coming. We didn't really get too much bad weather. It come Wednesday night. During the night it rained. And then woke up. It had been raining. I thought oh, I'm gonna go get a ten K in. So I went for a ten K run. Got back. It still hadn't rained. And then it we got rain for 
probably about four hours, one thirty, the sun was out again. So we somehow rather just missed it there at Moffat's. I don't know what the go was, but I looked on the news and Brisbane got smashed and the Gold Coast got smashed for like two full days and we got like four hours of rain. Really weird. Yeah, it's strange because usually it gets the rain up there and like yeah. we seem to miss it down here. But Yeah, so that, that day I was going to plan a big run to Point Cartwright, which is, you know, up in the little bar where the spit comes out. And I'd worked it out. It was roughly... 17 to 18 k's i did it on the garmin you just map it out and it's about yeah 17 and a half k so it would have been around 35 kilometer round trip but because of the rain i had no idea what i was doing just decided to do a 10 so then friday woke up again and off i went early i got to about the 12 and a half k mark at kiwana beach there oh hang on it's um i can't think of the beach but yeah past kiwana in the bushland there and they had all excavators there and they dug up the pathway. And I think they're putting those suspended bloody bridge that goes over the dunes and they got yeah. the metal grates and railings and stuff. Yeah. I think they're putting them in. So basically I sort of followed my nose back to the beach, um, the road and they had orange tape up that way too. So I, I didn't know if I could actually get past there. So I just called it and went back the other way. That was end up being 25 K run, which I was supposed to do the long run on Thursday to free up my Saturday park run legs. Saturday park run, I went to Majimba, which is the other side of is Coolum. So there's the Coolum Airport. Um, it's down towards um, the resort there. You know that one bloody, what's his name? The yeah, oh, what's it, it's changed names, hasn't it? It used to yeah. be called... Um, Hyatt Regency, but it's something yeah. else. But yeah, it's pretty, it's a it's a weird park run. It's, um, that's where Glenn said, um, you know... It's a weird one because I was talking to him at the time and he said, it's it's, it's weird. You, you head out along a pathway and it's 2.2 Ks or 2.15 K. And then you do a 180 back along the pathway against everyone coming at you that still hasn't caught you. And you run 350 meters and then turn around and go back the other way again with them back to that same turnaround point, another 180 to back to the finish line. So you do two full turns, which obviously knocks a shitload of speed out. It's not just an out yeah. and back. It's like, yeah, three turns. Um, and, yeah, end up getting 20, can't even think what it was, 2048 with a really shit start because of me. We got there late and had no warm-up and took a, a little bit half car so to get the legs going. Yeah, but, especially um, after you've been running heaps. So yeah, really needed the warm-up. Anime. We missed time the the google maps i thought it said 18 minutes but it was 26 minutes from where we were so we sort of missed the warm-up and everything so we got there about nine minutes before the gun went off and off we went and kylie came along too and she did that so it was cool we caught up with um my mate graham sendall who basically was probably the first person after about two or three park runs that i said hello to and had a chat with him because he was thinking who is this guy i'm trying to chase every week and introduce ourselves he's 63 this year um, is that the guy that was at North Lakes for your yeah, 250th? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Got the tabs on his arms. You can't miss him. Curly hair. He's got a mop of hair still for an old fella. <laughs> um, uh, he's still pumping out 22-minute runs, man. So wow. yeah, he's loving it, eh? He does a long run every Sunday, 18Ks. It's pretty religious, and he's probably doing about the same kilometers as me on a weekly basis, but just loves it loves the coastline so he just goes out and runs the pathways up there so he starts there and heads up further along Coolum beach just the same pathway still but further along um and it was good to catch up with him eh? and him and his wife i haven't seen them since my 250th like probably i don't know four or five months ago 
so then yeah and then on sunday um had to do 14.4 k's to get the 100 k's for the week so i haven't done that since christmas time so i thought bugger it uh, i had a big run planned today being monday um it was a 34 kilometer trail run but so i'll just take it easy and did the i did the 15.4 went up moths the waves are pumping after the storm come through yeah um and saw some whales for the first time a calf and a, a mother whale so that was pretty cool the whole time we're up there i didn't Stunt. see them yeah, yeah yeah the last day i got to see some so yeah that was my week just shy of 101 k's i think it's 100 100.96 i think so four yeah not far to go i could have cracked it but yeah it's not worth it just got the 100 that i needed yeah yeah and today finished off so for a seven day week, if I started it on Monday, today I ended up with almost 119 kilometers. Oh, shit. Imagine if you could knock that out every week. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's probably my biggest week on a seven day week, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. From Monday to today. So yeah. Tuesday oh, yeah, Tuesday God. today, sorry. Um, but yeah, it was an awesome trail up at Mapleton. There's everyone's doing the Black Hall trail run up there, the the fifty hundred. I think there's a ten and a twenty one in a couple of weekends' time. Uh, three weeks from yesterday it was, or Saturday, three weeks Saturday. Mate, back on the, um, like, you've been up there on holiday and it's just epic running up there on any time of the year. Like, even yeah. in winter, it's nice up there, but it's even just beautiful in summer. But, like, we've had this discussion, um, like, in our Facebook group and um, it was one of the, it's a really good question because, like, we were saying, like, what is your, ideal like lifestyle and pretty much all of us said the same but like my perfect like my idea of like a great holiday is probably not the same for anyone else but my idea of a holiday is i just train heaps <laughs> like it's, it's that, good eh? yeah that's I how just, i started every day it just gets you lifted and just feel invigorated man yeah and then you can sort of like if you what get sort of training early, running running go, or boxing yeah. or what oh mate like fighting i mean go i did it fighting. on like multiple holidays with tie boxing. But I mean, for now, I'd love to be able to just get up, go for a run, get back, have something really healthy to eat for breakfast. Yeah. And sort of, you know, chill out through the day, do just do something fun. And then in the afternoon, go for another run, you know, maybe a couple of sessions or something. But like, yeah. I must oh, be mad, best, but that's my idea of a good holiday. Is you, so you got more time to runs. train. I didn't take any gels or anything either. So I was just running. And then when we got back, it's like, what's for brokey? I'm cooking. And then just like smash out some, awesome. you know, some sausages and eggs on toast with some bacon and everything. I every day nearly just really sort of wholesome breakfasts to kick it off. And it's oh, actually, it's just, just, like you say, it's invigorating, man. I don't know whether it's just a different thing, but running along there, you see everyone else running. There's so many runners. It'd be like living for, for the most part at Sandgate or Brighton and just crossing the road and go for a run every day you just see so many people doing the same thing yeah man up at like malulabar way alex heads oh yeah. you go up there it's it's not like if you can't get in the mood to go for a run up there then there's something wrong with you because just everywhere you look there's people training like yeah really yeah, fit people running and you just oh yeah i want to get out there and run too like it's just yeah, it's good, eh? It's it's just like Sandgate on a Sunday morning. Like you go down there, there's just runners everywhere. Yeah, can't wait to get back running. <laughs> Had a bit of a weird run on Sunday, just trying to tick off that 14k to make the hundred. And I, I run out six and a half. I think there's a turnaround point. 
I come back and just as just before I turned, a girl run past me. She had a bright orange pair of Alpha Flies on. You can see the AirPod. And then when you're running, you can see the sole, you know, the the shoe, um, the grip on the bottom. You're definitely alphas. And then as you yeah. cat, as a quarter, you hear the, chunk, 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 you know, like the, yeah, 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 the same yeah, as you hear yeah. in all the events. But anyway, we're cruising back, and um, I was just about to catch her as I went over Caramundi Lakes Bridge there, and I oh, shit, my shoelace came undone, so I took my shoe, you know, put my shoe up on the railing and did it up, and off we went again. And in a chaos, I would come up to her and there was people coming the other way. And I thought, bugger this, I'm going to pass her. So I passed her. And then from there, I think back to Moffat's is about 4K. <laughs> and we tussled. I reckon we swapped. She passed me again. So when I when I caught her, I tailed her for a bit. She was doing like four, 525 <clears throat> pace. At one stage, she passed me doing 450. Do you reckon yeah. she wanted to pass me and yeah, stay in front yeah. or what? She's so like, yeah, um, every time I hear yeah. those, um, I had headphones in, but I could still hear those shoes. And then every time she caught up to me, she she tailed me for about oh, a good k and a half or something. And then yeah, she she did a pass on me. I just accelerated a bit. So if you look at that run, it starts out at about five forty pace, and there's a couple of like ones. There's about four oh, or five k's cool. back from Caramundi where they're doing like I'm doing four yeah. forties and whatever just to stay ahead of her. But um yeah, once we got to Moffat's headland, she followed me all the way across the beach land and um, beach front and got to the hill and I took off. I actually got a personal record on that day, just going up that headland. And I turned around halfway up, she'd given up. Oh, you broke her. I broke her. <laughs> I broke her on the hill. Mate, it's a nasty little hill up. It is. That's a it's steep pinch, isn't it? Real steep. Yeah. It almost yeah. almost feels like you're running on the spot after running along the, the flat path and then you hit that. It's just crazy. Because when I run from um, Tammy's parents' house at Moffat Beach, yeah, you've you got to hit that hill on oh, nearly every run. It yeah, yeah. just sucks, but it get, wakes you up. Like as yeah. soon as you get to the top, you're like, oh. Tammy did a run up there during the week. I was gonna hook up. I think Wednesday, or maybe I can't remember. But she ran, and it didn't even look like she was puffed or anything. Hey, eh? so I was seen on a Strava. She took a hilly route straight towards Kings. And then come back that way over the headland back down to Moffs and back up to parents. And you look at the hill of it. Yeah. It's heaps of hills, eh? It, it, it is a bit like... hilly, but it's quite, an, it's a bit nicer that running through there, like a bit of shade yeah. in the trees. And yeah, I just went, yeah. wow, I didn't even really slow her. She just pressed on, got it done. No, we ran up there a couple of months ago and we got to like where I think it was at Shelley Beach. And yeah. I said, let's run around the rocks. Cause it was yeah. sort of like low tide. I said, I think we can get to Kings and we got a couple of hundred meters in and nearly went ass over on the rock. I was like, let's just turn around yeah. and walking back. Yeah. Some, yeah, good, some great, good spots there. Heaps yeah, of good beaches place. there. From there to, like you say though, from Moffat's, I think from Shelley, I think it is all the way around to the pool at Kings. You can nearly go the whole way if it was a really low tide. Eh? Yeah. That's a good few Ks. Yeah. Mate, about halfway around there, there's a little boat ramp that not that many well, locals know about it, but not many people yeah. know it's there. And we used to go like snorkeling there and spearfishing there. And um, yeah, you see some big fish there. Seen a couple of like reef sharks. And uh, one of my mates actually got bitten by a bloody uh, wobbegong shark there. Yeah. Bit him on the hand. Talk, talking about snorkeling, you know what's crazy? We're up there. I'm going, what are those things out in the water, Kylie? And she's going, what? And I said, those things, they look like like a little flag, like someone had a remote control boat or something out there. So this is in, in where the surfers are at Moffat's. We're up on the hill looking down at the surface for a bit. And there was these two flags. I said, oh, there's another one. <laughs> we couldn't see what they were. I had no idea. And then I seen this thing pop up. 
it was a snorkeler. He must have just been just below the surface, and that is that's his little boy. So the board riders know he's there, right? Is that? Yeah, I think that's they're like um, diving for something. I don't know. There's two yeah. guys, and they they're amongst the bloody um, the surfboarders, man. How scary would that be if they went over the top of you, cutting up? Oh, you but, just have to be super careful. I guess that is, is some sort of device they put out so they know there's snorkels there. But shit, it could go terribly wrong if someone over the top of you. Oh, mate, like I've surfed at Moff's Load and um, I nearly drowned there once and I didn't go out there for years because I, I just got so badly worked. And yeah. oh, long story, but my leg rope broke and I had to swim in. Oh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I got, I went back out there surfing a few times and got my confidence back up and I actually really like it now. But we um, did a paddle out for a mate who died um, a few years back. Mm. and we paddled right out in the middle of moths i mean there was hundreds of people but like we paddled out me and tammy were paddling out together she was on one board i'm on the other and we're looking at each other saying when are we going to stop <laughs> but we didn't we paddled out wow. you know right to the center you know you've got like the um dicky beach on the left and then you've got like sort of the point of moths like right yeah. in the center of the bay is where we paddled yeah. out to like Jesus. so deep and then they formed a huge circle and they um spread his ashes in the center it was actually a really like moving experience it was probably yeah it was awesome but you, you guys are game you surfers eh? i've been up there and looking off that headland and seeing bait balls and seeing oh, the big shadows yeah. going through man and they're, they're definitely sharks Oh, there's yeah, there'd be heaps up there. That's, that's crazy, man. I, I don't know if I'd go out on a bloody on a surfboard out there, but yeah, the waves were pumping and there was bloody heaps and heaps of bloody longboarders out on Saturday and Sunday after that storm. Heaps of really long rides going all the way to shore, just heaps of longboarders there. Yeah, well, I'll, I've got a, actually a couple of really good drone videos from Moffat Beach that I'll uh, I'll put the link in the description so anyone overseas can have a look and you sort of get an idea about what we're talking about. But um, Bradley Wax Cullen has just joined the chat. How are you, Wax? Good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. sweet, mate. You're at the airport, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, at the airport. Did your kids get away all good? No, they haven't gone yet. 5.55. Brad's um, kids are yeah, going to New Zealand. Cool. Brad, what have you been up to, Brad, training-wise? You, you've been um, getting it done again this week. Oh, uh, yeah, not, not as much case. But you did a Nothing good like session started. on um, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night at Nudgy. Yeah, well, that was, uh, what was it, eight times 800, but in between the 200, about five, I think it was about 520 pace. Wasn't it 400, 200? It 400 on, 200 float. You're flying, mate. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. So what was it again, Willie? I think you did like eight reps of 400 on, 200 yeah, and then like float. Off, yeah. Yeah, so it was 400 then a 200, and 400 to eight of those. But you, were, you, you, were, you were flying, mate, because I was just jogging around the outside watching. And, um, yeah, that's the best I think I've seen you actually go in yeah, a session. Yeah, that was the best I felt. I was, um, those 400s, I was maintaining uh, 340, 350 pace for all of them. Nice. Yeah, and um, then the uh, two hundred dollars, um, because you can rest at two hundred, about five, five fifteen, five twenty pace. Yeah, and then 
back into it once you get the uh, back around with a did a 400. So you just follow that track at Nudgy, Nudgy yeah. College. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. So. What's it like running on that? What shoes are you wearing? I wore those um, Alpha Flies. Yeah. Oh, Vapor Flies, sorry. Next percent. The yeah. older ones. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, they're, they're probably my favorite shoe, those. I want to try and get another pair, eh? And um, uh, also just jumped in the chat is the mountain goat, Nathan Barden. How are you, mate? Meh. Nathan. <laughs> what else boys? did you do? What else you done this week, Brad? Yeah, so I did that. And I did uh, probably, a, see, I've got, I haven't got all my info here, but uh, I did a 15K yesterday. Yeah, solid. Smashed that out. Because I've got 34Ks for the week, so I must have chucked in a 10K. Yeah. As well, um, I think, I think you did. Thing. You did a seven k loop around your around your joint. Oh yeah, that's right. That was quite tough too. I buggered that. Yeah, that was tough. Hilly on that side, real hilly. <laughs> that was a really tough session. I only and I was only going about five twenty five. Yeah. 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 See how my oh, see right. how my back's going. If my if my back's all you know kind of eighty percent this Saturday, you should have a crack at twenty minutes. I'll. Jump in and try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what it takes, man. Like that that rhythm that I had at, on the track, I've got to keep that movement for the whole 5K, like the arm movement and legs. It's got to be like that. Or, yeah. It's possible, though. You got it in you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, man, I've knocked off minutes off other stuff. The other day was only 21. Yeah, it's just uh, But I just haven't really pushed that push, you know? I haven't really. Yeah. I've just been comfortable last few park runs. I haven't yeah. been bothered to really push because so, I know where it's going to take me. It's going to take me to another place pushing that 20 minutes. It's not going to push where 21 minutes or 20, 20 40 or something was. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. That would push me to another. I know what it, yeah, I know what I mean. Do you guys know what I sort of mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Where my breathing, my lungs, and it all has to be in like sync. Yeah. You got to feel right, eh? It's got to be. Your body's got to feel right, and you got to feel right within yourself to to do it. You Steve, maintain the place Steve, Steve said ages ago. Stuff. He said, as long as you sort of have the mentality to think what it feels like to actually do sub twenty, you can do it again and again, and yeah, push, yeah. push faster. Well, I was saying that when we were chatting on the um, like last night, the Berlin Marathon. Once Kipchoge knew that they could go sub two hours that a man is possible, even though they had a car and the pacemakers and a, a line to tell him, but they knew that physically it's possible to do one man can do it. So that just breaks that whole, it can be done. Yeah. You know, it's not, so it's not impossible mentality. anymore. Eh? Yeah. yeah. So once you know, you got there, you know, it's um, just, it makes it so much more easier. Yeah. But then that one there, Nate, um, when I was watching it, the, they keep wanting me to subscribe whatever channel I was watching on YouTube for free, right? But it was and on then, Facebook, wasn't it? Was that oh, from Facebook, know. that lead oh. we watched in the end? Oh, the last one was because the, yeah, yeah, the YouTube video, um, all of the streams when? dropped out with like 2K to yeah, go. Yeah, and they yeah. keep trying to, yeah, anyway, but yeah, it was live I, run. I looked at it. Yeah, well, he was in that group and then he must have just burnt them off. I was like, turn no, the back went... and I was like, man, they're... Spencer oh. was there at the finish line. Did, did I send you the video? No. I've seen oh, the video because Spencer was over for it. Um, and he was right a few meters before the finish line as Elliot came down. He sent me the video through. Um, 
and I said to him, oh, it's a shame the um, pacemakers dropped out so early. And they said they all dropped out by 25K. And he said the race doesn't start till 30K. And he had to average two minutes, 50 a K to go uh, sub two hours. And um, he that 3.11, he did a his full yeah. lift on 3.11. He dropped a couple of slow Ks, didn't he? And it just yeah. sort of wrecked it for him. But, but then the next one after that was uh, 253, the 41st K, but he'd already lost it anyway. So that sub two hour went, but I th- they were on for it. But it's whether they can sustain it, you know, but um, still he beat the world record by 30 seconds. I know. Um, it's just like, effort. I don't think there's anyone in the world that can run that pace for 30 K. Like if they had someone who could just make it to 30, that would have been, yeah, if he had someone that could do 30K at that pace, then um, that definitely would have helped him. I think he was in no man's land for, yeah. what was that? How many? 17K on his own. It's a long so way to run on your own. With the finish pace. time, though, what was that? Three hours and 109, was it? 201. 209. So we're looking at yeah. one and a half seconds a kilometre to, to get the sub two hour. It's going to be, it's it's doable. Yeah, <laughs> definitely doable. So they were, they I looked at those shoes mate. today. Those shoes he's wearing the new uh, Alpha Fly, the the, the like second generation ones, and um, I looked them in the shop. They're three hundred and fifty bucks. They're, they're quite a bit different to the um, to our ones. Yeah, like, they changed the foam a little bit and the sort of shape. The heel is a bit longer yeah. at the heel. The stack height I think is a bit more. Um, but yeah, they look a bit wider actually in the in the arch. Looks oh, a bit okay. wider. Yeah, we're still on uh, training talk, Nathan. Have you done anything this week? Yes, mate. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night did a boxing class. It wasn't great to be honest with you. And they were, you're doing round robin. So it was like, then there was me and this other, actually the big guy was there. He's a Kiwi lad uh, or Kiwi Samoan. He knows you. He used to train with Grant Sillen. Um, He's only got, um, he's got his leg amputated below the knee on on one leg on his left leg. Uh, When he was 16, he had cancer. And he oh, lost his leg. Bastard. And yeah. Uh, yeah, he knows you. He trains. At, um, I think he trains with uh, was Rick, um, Richards. I think he Richards. So they used to be at D Bay, and then now they're at, I think uh, Morayfield. Oh, who is it? Um, forgotten who they're called. We know him. His brother. He's um, he f- he used to fight. I don't think he fights anymore. I think he's got a bit of a long goatee, real long goatee beard now. Um, oh, not like Corey Crittenden. Crittenden. Nah. Or... nah. We might have to cut this and ah, again, it's all good. Richard, something Richards or oh, Richards. Again, right. it'll come and, to me. Anyway, um, that's who he's training with now. But he used to train with Grant Sellen and uh, knows you. Um, cool. And I think I think um, he may have obviously seen he's seen all of us fight. So um, and, and we had to go round robbing with these. And he's still going. What a legend! Yeah, he's got a blade. Um, and um. He, we were doing round robin, but it's stupid when you got girls like half your weight and you're trying to hold pads for you and they can't punch properly, can't hold the pads properly. It makes it really difficult. So it wasn't that much of a workout. Yeah, yeah, you know what it's like. You hit the pads and they hit themselves in the face with the <laughs> with the fuck with their own hand. You're like, oh, sorry. So um, we did that. Laughing, I got no idea. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Thursday night, ten k run. Um, and then I, I went out in the alpha flies again. So I did a couple of speed, speed K's in it. And that nice. felt quite good. I was down to like four minutes, 10 a K for a few K's. Um, and then park run Saturday and your dad, I, 
asked your dad if he was going. He said, oh, are you going to kick my ass? I said, no, I just want enough. I need to wear my super shoes to keep up with you. <laughs> well, oh, no, I'm going to have trouble keeping up with him. He's going to get one back on me. But anyway, um, I sat right on his backside <laughs> for the whole race until, a, well, right, you know, the run until about yeah. a, about a minute to go, I just went past him and I thought I was waiting for him to go past it. But, um, hey, yeah, I must yeah. say what you just said earlier about the um, went out for your running your alpha flies like that's one of my things I do is if I like get home from work and I'm like, oh, like I'm really lacking motivation, if I strap those alpha flies on, it just gets me going. Like, I can, I can get a real good session done just, just simply by wearing them shoes, eh? Yeah. Yeah, really so, good. Um, I did that. Um, Brad, you should go on uh, mute, mate. Yeah, um, I'm going now. I'll go. Oh, I'm sweet, at the mate. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I'll see you mm. later. Legend, mate. Yeah. Thanks for jumping in. Yeah, Enjoy, mate. See you later. We'll yeah. catch you, mate. Where's he off to? Uh, his kids are going to New Zealand oh, yeah. for the That's school cool. holidays. Nice. She's um, actually done quite a bit of running. Oh, so then I did the, yeah, I did, so I did park run. We did a K and a half warm down. So what's that? Five, seven, about seven K. So I've done like 17 K for the week. That's this is nothing. This is nothing. Well, it's about off the back good. of the marathon though. So yeah, I got the legs yeah. ticking. I got the legs ticking over. Apologies to Tick. Thanks for pacing me uh, on Saturday morning, <laughs> mate. It was very, very kind of you. And, um, and Matilde has got her racing shoes on. She's doing some training. She's actually signed up for the red run next year as well. And she's going to change it from the 5k to the 10k so to challenge herself. Um, she, after I said to her, I'll buy you breakfast at McDonald's because I like my pancakes on a Saturday morning after Mac, <laughs> after, after park run. If you go sub 30 minutes and she's not run for two, she's not done park run for nearly two years and her PB is 27.51 and she went 29.51. So she actually, yeah. she did the first lap in 940 and then she did like a 1020 and then she was like, oh, I'm not going to make it if I keep at that pace. So she looked at her watch first time she'd done part one with a Garmin and she knew what pace she had to be at like, I think six minutes a K to get uh, in on the right, getting on the right time. So she was watching her watch and making sure she was running. So it made her accountable when she got in, she sprinted across the line. And I thought, oh, we started late. I thought, oh, she didn't make it, but 29.51. You got done. So, that was her plan the whole good time. Good Yeah, good on it. Yeah, so anyway, she got a boost juice in the end, not a Macca's, so. I didn't think it's been two years since she's done a part. November 2020. Wow. Because then we had COVID, and then there was that release of COVID, and you could wear a mask to the start and then take it off when you started. Uh, it was yeah, all right. Not worth it, yeah. So um, she did that. She did one back in November 2020. You started that new gym a few weeks back. You're enjoying it, aren't you? Yeah, I've only been going a couple of weeks. Um, I probably won't go tonight, but I'll go tomorrow because the boxing class is better. We're both going to go tomorrow. Yeah, enjoying yeah, that side of it anyway. Yeah, so at least I'll get the gloves back on and do a bit bad, of bag man. work and that. And I'll probably do some weights and I might uh, get up in the morning and maybe knock out a 10K if my back's not too bad. Just try and get some, get a run in in the morning so I can get some picks, start picking some Ks up. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, the only thing I've got cool. to really aim for is doing the Mount Glorious race. So I've got time to have a bit of a rest. I don't have to kill myself. I'm yeah. not doing that um, into adventure, uh, you and Maddox Dam, because they've they've actually confirmed it's 130 bucks to enter. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. 21k yeah. race. It went from I've 75 early bird to 130. Well, I've written to him and said so. I asked him is that definitely 130 dollars, and then I said, well, 
it seems a bit strange that you've gone from early bird at 75 yeah, to it's, now be $130. Probably What's like, changed? Probably like five tickets at five early birds. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Boom. And that's the time. So if you book in like a year ago, um, and I said, and I said, well, tracks only charge you $75. Doesn't matter when you enter, even the day before to do the Mount Glorious race, 23 K. Yeah. So you get a medal and a buff when you finish and yada, yada. So I don't understand why, how you can justify the 130 K. Please explain. No reply. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a, oh, sorry. I think it's a bit, if you can get away with charging $75 for early bird, then you should still be charging $75, not nearly double that. Yeah. Or 21 kilometer race Come there's on. no qualifying time it's or a bit i think i i don't know what what to say about it really other than i think it's a bit rude yeah well you look at the track one we're doing the mount glorious 75 bucks and how much was your logan marathon again you got a bargain there you got like a singlet singlet um fucking me socks yeah that's 42 k's man yeah, that's crazy. 130 bucks for 22 kilometers or whatever it is. 21 kilometers around the lake. 21 is it? around the lake, is it? Yeah, it's I, nuts. I, just... I was going to do it too, but I looked yeah, at the price no, and I messaged no. you and went, "This is nuts. 130 bucks." And if you want to do the the five k's, five k's fifty dollars. Yeah. You're just going to do park run for free. Yeah. Then you go and do a bunya park run if you want. That's trail. <laughs> you know, it's free. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit like I don't know what's it, happening. I think everyone's jumping keeps, on the bandwagon. You can't yeah, blame all the cost of everything just keeps going up and up and up. It's it's got to stop somewhere. It's just that's just not that's like just everything in life, isn't it? Not even mm. just running. The cost of everything just keeps going up, but yeah. it can't keep increasing it like this. But something's going to break. Yeah, like, well, what will happen is people have stopped doing it. So people go, I'm not paying 130 bucks, and then they go, oh shit, we only had. 20 people at the event like yeah, so we exactly. got to drop that we got to drop the price they'll be double backing on themselves to get people there next time yeah maybe anyway I'm not steve anyway. you've yeah, got mate. um local legend this week i i do last week we had peter um yep. this week is someone that i've never met before but we did the majimba park run and come across a lady that was ahead of me pushing a double pram. I confirmed with um, Daniel O'Hara, the super sub from our um, relay. He has the same pram and his kids are roughly the same age. And he reckons they're about 60 kilos. That's just the two kids, the older boys, uh, the boy and the girl in the same pram. It's called a Bob double pram. The pram itself's like got suspension on the rear wheel. So you can sort of push down on it. It absorbs the bumps and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a three wheeler pram. It's and heavy. So her kids look about the same. So if we say 55, 60 kilos, um, and the girl, her name is Siobhan Sefton. She's in the category, uh, senior women's 30 to 34 category for parkrun. She got a time of 1946 pushing 60 kilos. And as I mentioned earlier, the parkrun at Majimba has three 180 turns. So with a pram doing that as well, it's just She's flying. flying. Yeah. yeah, I asked Kyla, did you see the girl with the pram? She's like, yeah, she was bloody going, eh? And it's still a full minute ahead of my time, really. So I just uh, shout out to her. Anyway, I dug a little bit deeper. It goes a lot further. She's um travelled around the sunny state and also Darwin, um, a few other park runs, Darwin, Noosa, Torquay, um, 
Kawana, Brightwater, Kingscliff, down where Fraze went on Saturday. Um, Yapoon, Kira, SS Cooper at Bribie. She's taken out basically first in the gender at every park run. It's just first, 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 first. And has came in the top three at all those events as well at some stage. And most of them are the ones. Um, and given Majimba park run where she did 1946 pushing a pram, she also PB'd this year at 1745. Oh, wow. Walking along, eh? She's obviously mm. a so shout out runner. to her. Yeah, if you're listening, Siobhan, well done. Yeah, crazy, crazy how's stats. You, how's your back, Steve? What have you, you have, I missed your training this week. Yeah. What are you going to do? What's, uh, what's, what's the plan? Yeah, well, give it a couple more days. And if there's no improvement, I'm obviously going to have to get scans and shit done. But let's just hope it comes good. I've actually done, I didn't mention in my training, but I've actually been swimming. Oh, I was nice. reading online that's supposed to be really good for it because it just takes all the weight off your joints but yep. so i've been swimming uh and walking but yeah it's just um real bad sciatica at the moment yeah. and, you need um, some um i'd ask your doctor about lyrica yeah that's on my list of things to ask if i go i really don't want to go but if i've got to i've just got to Swimming is really good for your cardiovascular, mate. So you'll keep your your lungs ready to, for when you do run again. You'll still have them if you do a bit of swimming. Yeah, that's it. If I can keep active, like, I mean, I can get in the gym and do like light gym stuff that doesn't aggravate. Bike, it, so. yeah, there's yeah, loads bike. of things I could do. Bike probably might hurt it. Yeah, and kind of get into that flexion. Like yeah, but um, yeah, just trying to just get moving again as soon as I can. But anyway, it's depressing. But anyway. <laughs> Um, results we've got really got to talk about Kipchoge because that guy oh, is just an inspiration. That's the, win. the win for the week, wasn't it? Yeah, just that's crazy. So good to watch. He's just like a, it's like a robot man, and he just yeah bounces along like you see his back lift and that. Like that a, he's, oh, his his hill lift, yeah, is just amazing. Like yeah. I, I he don't kicks know. his bum every stride. Like he just gets. And I actually, I wonder the sh- when I did the marathon last week, I wore those shoes. I did find that you do your feet does bounce up a bit, and I wonder if that's why my hammies were hurting so much because of the the lift. And I'm not used to pulling up my heels so high. But um, yeah, the, the all of them there heel lift was just um, pretty pretty mad. Hey. Like, what was the um, distance between first, second, third, and all that, like, um, in time-wise? Well, like, actually, second and third blew up, didn't they? And that guy yeah. who was in second, um, Biloy, um, whatever, um, yeah. however you pronounce it, he was he blew up completely. He came, fuck, he, did, he came fourth, didn't he, in the end? That yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. But the times then, blew out as well, like, terribly. Like, the as second far was 20, I... I think it was 206, 207. So, yeah. But the women's, the women's, um, I don't know, is that, is that a world record with the women's? Was yeah. it class, I think it, I think it was, but I didn't see the women's record? actually finish. Yeah, that's... Um, but Kip Chogi broke that. the world record. He was 201.09, which was, a, was it 30 seconds? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. But that girl that oh, won yeah. the women's, that was like a 15-minute PB. Is that correct? 20-minute PB. 20-minute, was it? Yeah, well, 19. She got, she's not got a recorded best for a 5,000, a 10,000, or a half marathon. 
Her yeah. best race before that was two hours 34. And then uh, I don't know what race that was. I'm going to look it up, do some investigation. And then she's yeah. just come and run two hours 15. Wow. And no, so many that seconds. Is like, that is. Where have you been hiding? Yeah. Like that's just, how can you get that good? Like I just, well, I don't know. It's still, it's still on TV. So you need to shout out all the way. But yeah. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Well done. Maybe, maybe, um, Maybe she's been running elsewhere and the, just the results aren't recorded, but geez, that's a, some hell of a improvement. What do you guys reckon the running's going to go? So that's four years since the last PB, right? So we only set uh, two hours and one thirty-nine. Yeah. Now we're two hours and one oh nine. So where, where do you reckon another four years of times will be with the shoes developing? Like they just released these shoes now that he wore for the event. Yeah. I'm pretty sure all the other companies will do something similar given that the amount of advertising you got for that race. Um, surely everyone's going to jump on board now, all the different companies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many more marathons Kipchoge's got in him, but apparently he wants to run the Olympics. Yeah. So 2024. And I wonder if that might be his time. Cause he's 37 now. Yeah. Well, well they think he's, they think he's in his forties, really, because he doesn't have a birth certificate and stuff like that. But yeah, so that it's pretty hard to know. But he definitely looks older than thirty-seven, don't you reckon? Mm. I think he looks it's like he's just his face and his eyes, man. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, how many more has he got in him? You know, with all that volume of training that they do, and I mean, he, oh, who knows? He could. He's just. He's just superhuman, and he could keep going. Yeah. When do they release those shoes he wore? Like, is that just something they do for an event that he's running or? Do no, they release they're, on the, they're in the shops, but the ones that they get have a slightly different drop to what the ones in the shoes are. They make them slightly, they make the drop less. So there's more uh, like shoe, effort, almost. more effort from the Achilles. Okay. So, cause but, it's the biggest tendon on the, in the body. So it, it, there's more force comes through it. But the rules on the like world athletics is that the shoes must be available to the public. They are, but not at that specific drop. Well, that, that, that would be, that would mean they're illegal. You've got to be able to be, they've got to be uh, able to be purchased by the general public. That's one of the rules. Okay. So he's running in the same shoes, but I mean, like there's probably loopholes of ways they get around that because there might be some, you know, abstract website somewhere that sells those slightly different ones. And they could say, yeah, but look, they are for sale in yeah. wherever, yeah. but it could, it could be just a label issue. Like, like they did release the alpha fly Kipchoge, you know what I mean? So mm. it just could be a bit of a delay on, they might release the alpha flies and then release the Kipchoge version of it. So who knows? Yeah, I did. I listened to a bloody two-hour podcast about that when all those new shoe shoe rules rules came in, <clears throat> and that was one of the rules: is it has to be able to be purchased by. Everyone. Oh, the shoe can. It's just a slightly different drop. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, that may have changed now. I mean, I don't know if the, what they were telling me was what I heard was right. It was from it was the elite guys on a podcast. So, mm. I guess they get shoe geeks get it right. But, um, yeah. We should welcome Fraser Barden. He's just jumped in the chat. How are you, Fraser? Yeah, good, mate. So, good, good. What's been happening? I've been at the gym. <laughs> no. Nice. Bring that mic down a bit closer to you. I've got the. Uh, I'll drop the kids off and then went to the gym. 
So, another, yeah, another Thurston session. Yep, one of them. Nice. I was just uh, watching one of his videos before this. He's just got back to his apartment in Dubai. Yeah, that's right. Talking, the world. Now, let me guess, he was talking about himself and then oh, he's wearing no shirt. Just oh, looking yeah. at his unit, it's just like bit, it's a massive, bit, uh, like it's a bit. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> um, fucking, it'll, it'll come. Oh, to I, me. he definitely ego maniac type guy. But then he's showing himself. Oh, when I do, great when I personality. Go out, good to watch. Don't eat much takeaway food, but if I do, and there's pictures of him eating pizza, and then I have, I don't have to drink too much, but I have a few drinks. He's, chin in a drink and then you know and oh and all this and then i don't oh, i'm out here then there's another video out here oh look at me look how wonderful my life is oh i'm great you're shit uh, uh, it's not like that it's and i could tell you mate he's living that life he's lives a clean i mean he does have a few drinks and that but oh he admits yeah. i hope the needle right. he puts in his arm with the in the, in his butt butt with the roids in it is clean oh yeah there's yeah. a um, he could be on the gear because he is oh. fucking humongous. Well, he's no bit, but then you look at him, then he, he's, he's at the gym with all the other guys, and he he looks small, yeah, yeah. Are, you know, yeah. he's who are on the juice, you can like, yeah, but he's, 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 he's just a, big, but they're all super veiny and that, aren't they? Oh, yeah, like disgusting, like super, like huge. And even he admits, he goes, even I look small compared to these, you know. The, the gym that he goes to. Um, Still couldn't knock the skin off a rice pudding. Mate, you can't, he couldn't run a five minute K. I, oh, I he's, don't reckon. Know, he's trained, he trained with that tape guy, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. That's actually yeah. a really good episode, that. Because yeah. whatever you think of that Andrew Tate, he does the gym workout with him and then he does a bit of like, he teaches him a bit of like kickboxing at the end and it's actually really good. Yeah. Shows him a few like basic things and yeah, basically it's, Goes through all the sort of stuff. That it's a bit homoerotic for my liking. If you understand <laughs> is, what that is. is. It is, oh, yeah. yeah. Like guys watching guys with not much on work out and go hot, hot and sweaty. I'm like, oh, it's a bit suspect for me. Hey, it's 2022. It's 2022. Not a guy, thanks. You know, yeah. uh, you like it, but, you know, there we go. No, you got to check him out. Bloody, really good YouTube channel. Hey, actually, talking of working out, right? Fucking, um, you know what? CrossFit has always got their tops off. Well, there's, um, I've just actually just commented on the guy's um page. Let me find him, James Newbury. He's like one of the best CrossFitters in the country. I think he qualified for the games. Fraser might know. Fuck, he's um, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He did it that year that we went to watch it. Did he go to the games? Uh, no, he didn't qualify. He didn't qualify um, that year. No, and he didn't do it. Like he didn't. He did. He didn't, do uh, this year. He didn't do it this. He didn't go in for it this year. I didn't know because he's actually he's just done the uh, Sydney Marathon in three hours thirty minutes. Shit. So he obviously must have been doing some training because you've got to. No, train he's been doing. Um, he's been doing heaps of triathlons and that. Yeah, well, he's been. He had a photo of him. Still, I still, I grab a stop for a coffee or not, and he's just got his cycling bib shorts on with no top on. And I said, I wrote, "Yeah, it's not CrossFit though. You can leave your top on." <laughs> he he laughed and wrote a comment back. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> Typical CrossFit, he'll take his top off at every opportunity. But fair play, like that's um, he's getting some getting some mileage in to run that speed. Actually, just when you um, said triathlon, it just triggered my memory. 
you know, um, like the local runner Jake Townsend. Oh yeah, he yeah. just did a really good triathlon, man. He did like um really good swim, really good ride, six k run. I worked out his splits. He run like three thirty average off the bike. Yeah, he's like twenty one minutes for six k's. Is it? Yeah, bloody quick. Like I think it was nineteen fifty something. He was for the six k. Oh, yeah, he's flying, man. Doing that after a swim and a bike, bloody good. Yeah. Well, yeah. some of the um some of the CrossFitters at the um. Where was it at? It was at the um, Torian Pro. They did a, they did like a back to front triathlon, but it was like the row instead of the swim. So yeah. it was a bike. I think they did good. bike, row, run. And um, what did Matt Gilpin do? He did 19 something, did sub 20 minutes for the 5K off the back of a Shit. fair old, it was a few K row uh, and they were smashing the row. I think it was maybe it might be a 2K row, but they did it in, about seven minutes. They were, they were, that's, that's pretty hard. And then they did the yeah. uh, did the bike as well. So so many k on the bike. But um, sub sub twenty minutes. That's nearly as quick as Fraser's son, Sammy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. What's that's your, the result. Tell yeah, us what your that, little lad do, Fraser, for the park run. Well, we did the so we were down the uh, Kingscliff. Um, we went down Thursday. Um. And we decided we're going to do the park run at Kingscliff on the Saturday. So, you know, we always think park runs start at seven o'clock. So me, me and Sammy got up, got quarter past six, went down there, left home about 6.30. And it was like just five minutes, 10 minutes down the road. And then so we got there and then we said, oh, yeah, this is where it starts. It looked on the map. And then we just did a warm up and stuff. And there was still no one really about no crowds gathering and i thought oh, i was no, be still a bit early but no and then we were just sort of waiting around and then this woman and her son come up and says oh is this where the park run starts and i went yeah i think so um she says oh we've never never done it before and i said yeah nor have we and um and then the son must have just kept looking at the phone and then he goes oh it doesn't start till eight o'clock and i was like all oh, right that's weird um, so I went and got a coffee, Sammy got a drink, um, and then we just sort of chilled for a bit, and then we went for another warm-up <laughs> about 7.30, and then had a stretch and everything, and then all the crowd started appearing, park run shirts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it kicked off at 8 o'clock. How many then, people? Uh, Do you reckon? I reckon about 90 to 100. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's watching, uh, listening and they know, and they could just go on the – if they could go on Instagram and just message us and let us know if eight o'clock is the well, what yeah, happens when the clocks change? I've done it down there and it's eight o'clock, and I think uh, Tazzy's nine a.m. What <laughs> happens when the clocks change? Oh, actually, it will be in line then, won't it? Because when the clocks change, seven o'clock our time is eight o'clock their time. Yeah. So that's mm. why they have it at eight o'clock. So it yeah. would be yeah, the uh, clocks haven't changed yet though. Down no, nah, but they maybe just keep it eight o'clock all year. Yeah, it's eight o'clock and Tazzy's nine a.m. Yeah, and so, you're in was, you're um, in New South Wales, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good course because it's pretty much. I thought it's going to be hot then. Well, it was quite warm, but it runs along the front there on this on the footpath. But it's right, you know. There's trees between the footpath and the beach. Mm. Um, it runs all along in nice houses and stuff there. But it's just quite shaded, pretty much all the way, um, from the trees and stuff. So you probably only run about two hundred meters in the sun. So it's pretty good. Um. So but he's yeah, not, I was like, oh, oh, nine, nine years was, old, isn't he? 
He's nine, yeah. He just, was nine, just nine in May. Um, I said, well, we're aiming for five minute a cage, you know, 25 minutes. And then the first cage was like four, 4.30, I think. And then um, then about 4.40. And I thought, oh, well, well ahead here. So if he, if he does slow down, we'll be all right. And I said to him, look, we get to the halfway and then we'll start pushing if you feel all right. And then um, he got to halfway and he was fine. And I said, you all right? And he was like, yeah, still going. And then I thought he was, he started to drop off a little bit behind me. Um, and I said, you all right, Sammy? Went, yeah, and he sped up and caught me up again. Um, and then he, yeah, just kept going. And then we just started passing people. And then I said, we've got about 500 metres to go. Let's start pushing it. And then he did. And then we see the finish. I said, go on, just go. And he sprinted and I, he left me. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. So he finished 18th and I finished 21st. Oh, he, just, wow. he got a couple of people in front. Uh, so he entered the actual official time as 22.49. He got. So, what did you what get? That? What did you do? A 22.53, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, he did really well. And he, I said, How was it? He goes, Yeah. I said, you Reckon you can go faster? And he went, Yeah. Right. <laughs> So maybe I was holding him back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe. Well, what would uh, what would four fifteen a k get him in it? What pace would that get? Uh, 21, 21.15. Mm. 21.15, Yeah, maybe go for that. Aim for that next time. Um. Yeah. So and because he's I haven't registered him as part for a part run, but I have now. Um. So now he can officially. Can you backdate that one or not? Because he was unknown. It's the unknown. No, it's just for unknown. They don't even like. They're not allowed to put you in it. it yeah. No. Well, um, what what training have you done this week? You run or not? Other yeah, than I have. I've um, I did a, a session on the treadmill because I've had the kids, so I haven't been able to go out out on a run. But I did a session on the treadmill. Bottom what I did now, I think three minute three minutes and two minutes ons and offs. And that on the treadmill for about 20 minutes and then 10 minute warm up, 15 minute warm down. Um, and then just another run on treadmill Then the park run on Saturday with Sammy. And then we went out for a run yesterday, me, Samuel, his mate, Liam, and then Lucas rode a bike. Um, and we did seven K. Yeah. How'd you go with that? Four minute, four minute, 10 pace, four minute, nine pace. Okay. Ooh. He was fine. Yeah, how did Liam go, all right? Yeah, he was struggling a little bit. Like, he was, we had to stop and wait, you know, when we got to a so point. So you did 7K at what pace? 5.09. Jesus. We're um, stuffed. Uh, <laughs> we're in trouble, mate. A few a few shows ago, you were talking about getting him into little athletics or whatever and sort of a bit of a mix in your head what to do. And you all talked about when you come to Australia, Steve, and try to join little athletics and it's just a mixture of javelin and all that. Yeah. That's got to answer your question, Phrase. You're just going to have oh, to get yeah. running for sure, right? I'm just going to do my own stuff with him, like running. Yeah. Um, and you remember we went a... up to near Steve, though. We went up to there. We could, you know, I bought the rake. We could take the long tape measure again, do a bit of. Long jump. I've got a discus. We could do some other stuff. Do some field, us field do, events. Do games. Some, he wants to run. Yeah, but then we could go and do some running and stuff. You know, it's always yeah, a, we've got we've got. I still go to the little athletics track at Arana there because it's still a good track yeah. and train. Um, but he wants to go to the nudgy track and do you know, mm -hmm. stuff around there. Because I bought him a pair of on Saturday on the way back from the coast. We got him a went to 
uh, Nike shop, DFO, and got him a pair of the Tempo, um, whatever yeah, they're next percent. Next percent. Next percent. Yeah, but because he, he's he fits into women's shoe size, so um, he uh, he got the you know the women's ones, but they're same. But yeah. That's cool, eh? So, yeah, he's like size four and a half. So. Did, he, did he run in them yesterday? Yeah, he ran in them yesterday. Yeah, he loved them. Wow. Yeah. Did he say anything? Like, is it a, is it a kid's thing to say they felt awesome or did you have to ask? They, he, they just like said how bouncy they were. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think it was then he was just trying to bounce, jump on the spot to see how high he could jump. <laughs> Not enough weight to get the benefit, sure. Yeah. Where did you run then? Where did you run? Down, round, past, Macca's up? Ran along, uh, so we ran past the port, past the boys' school, um, down to Lemke Park. We did three laps around Lemke Park, and like we're running around there, and we're running at 445 pace. Like (laughs) he was flying, and then, um, and then from there, we ran up to the uh, past Woolworths up to the uh, leisure center. And then back round where Coles and that is, and then back home, and that was seven k. So it was a good little run. Shit, you'll have him doing hundred and fifty k weeks before you know it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's had a, he's he had a pretty good week. He's run fourteen odd k this week. Shit. <laughs> hey, phrase. Um, at the start of each month, um, North Lakes and Warner Lakes, and I think uh maybe even for uh, Waxes Park on there at Redcliffe, they have pace a week. And I'm pretty sure we we usually have a 21:30, so that might be up his alley for uh, North Lakes for a oh, yeah. Yeah. 21:30. Yeah. But you won't someone... be you won't be running this week, will he? This weekend? Nah, he's with his mum this week. Um, it's the um, first Saturday, yeah. So keep that in mind as the, the next few Saturdays yeah. come up. That'd be pretty cool chasing down a, a 21:30 pacer. Yeah, I think I've mentioned to him that the Ashgrove do that kids part run, and yeah. that's for ages four to fourteen. Is that right? Or yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And I said, I oh, can do that. He goes, oh, no, I want to do the 5K one. Well, I said, well, you can still do that nice. as well, but yeah. then do the kids one. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, then I can win that one. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so he's well competitive. Cool. Right? He, 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 he cool loves kids, though. Kids he's are like, cool. Oh, yeah. But he's trying to get... Um, I got him a pair of running shorts at the DFO, like 20 bucks. Um, but I was trying to get some run, a running singlet. He wants a running singlet. Right, you know, like yeah. you've got on, Steve. Mate, why don't you go to Heart Sport? Um, yeah. Um, they do kids' yeah. ones at Heart Sport up the road. Yeah. He's only got be... like t shirts or those sort of cut off yeah. um, tops. These will be at DFO again soon, those singlets. 15, yeah, I've got one of them for like orange one like that for about $12.50. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 15, 50% off a. Like $30 one. Yeah, when you get one, let us know. I'll put his name on the back. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've got um, uh, trail talk, road talk. What have we got coming up, Steve? We've got Blackall, haven't we? Yeah, Blackall. I think it's, I um, can't remember the date. Blackall the, 100. Yeah. yeah. The 15th, uh, I think. Whenever it is, a Saturday. I, have to, I don't know what the date is. Not really much. There's no other like sort of big road races coming up anytime soon, is there? Just like well, maybe um, the odd fun run. Just the results for the um, there was a new 24-hour world record set by Sebastian. Oh yes. Oh, you did send that through, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, by Lithuania's Alexandra 
Sorokin, who broke the unbreakable 24-hour world record set by Yanis Kuros. And um, untouched for 25 years, he did 192 miles or 309.399 kilometers um, in 24 hours. And he was just running around a 400-meter track. At 4.30 pace, wasn't it? At four, average 4 minutes 30 a K for 24 hours. Like, how? Jesus. Well, you need a pee. Like, so you have to take into account that you might have to stop for a pee or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you gotta you got to think he was running faster than that, probably. That's absolutely like, nuts. You think yeah. that his hip must hurt good. on his... If he ran around the proper way. <clears throat> yeah, did and... they change direction at, like, 12 hours or something? I don't know. I'm um, wind himself back, <laughs> back on it, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, your hip would start to hurt one side. Oh, one side, keep running around that. But what was uh, the record before then? Well, before that was 188 or 303 kilometers. So he did six kilometers, almost six kilometers more. Shit. Smashed it. Pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. So, wow. imagine, cool. imagine those splits on Strava, you'd just be scrolling forever. <laughs> Look look at this. Laps is, my phone much, ringing. How many laps is that on a 400-meter track? That's a scam. Someone from <laughs> yeah. London ringing me. Yeah, right, mate. Yeah. You want to do the mountain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone got any... Uh... yesterday, Steve, where I said, in 1908, you would have had the world record for the uh, marathon. Because <laughs> it was like... No, I wouldn't have, because I would have had... I would have been wearing leather boots, <laughs> not alpha flies. <laughs> the world record in 1908 was two hours 55. <laughs> yeah. Might be quick. Probably run that in bare feet. Yeah, I probably were. Anyone got any uh, stories for story time? No. Nah. Nah. Got one, Nath? Oh. We've, we've got loads of stories. It's just whether that you can tell them to the public. <laughs> yeah. And whether you oh, find yeah. it interesting or, or not. But, um... You got any old baseball stories, Steve? Sort of. I don't know if they're funny. They're more, I don't know, they put you back in your seat and think, bloody hell, what did I just do, you know? But um, years ago at Holloway Field, which is, you know, Spencer Park soccer field there, Fraser? Yeah, Hello. yeah, yeah. So the baseball field on that side of it, it's um, the roof is probably like a four-story building, I imagine. Hello. Yeah. Roughly like that. It's a big a concrete I've, building. I've entered this scam call live. Go, keep going. It's, a, it's probably like a three or four story building that is a divider between Spencer Park soccer field and Holloway field. And a lot of the Australian games and stuff were played there. Um, back when I was playing major A's, I think I was about 20. I went, I went for a Friday night game against, um, and it was basically date. I think, um, can't think of their names. It's basically a few of the Australian guys had come home and they're playing in their um, their squad. And anyway, my coach says to me, "I'm going to get you to go out there, Steve, and finish this innings because um, the pitch is struggling." So basically, had to hold out the game. And he goes, "Whatever you do, don't throw to Dave Nielsen's inside because like they just rip the bat around and then be over the fence." And very so. There's Dave Nielsen, Bobby Nielsen. I can't remember the other Nielsen, three brothers. Dave Nielsen, he's the one that started the Australian Baseball League years ago after a stint over in America, but he's probably our, probably our best franchise. And he come back and he runs the um, 
this sort of show here now, there's not much happening. But back then, they'd come back in their off-season and play three or four months for the Australian Baseball League. And they were only, it's like almost like the basketball. You get like a, some body come back from the States and join in. So I go out there, I'm thinking, oh, I was pretty nervous. I did a big warm-up. And you see them all watching me. Well, I think all I had to do was pitch the game out. We were like winning by one run. And um, I went out there the very first pitch after my warm up, got tanked over the <laughs> over the over the roof of Spencer Park soccer field. And I think it's I think it's 300, <laughs> 330 feet to the fence line. And then there's a four story building and it bounced off the roof over onto the soccer field. <laughs> The coach comes out. That's tied the game up. Just finished. Oh, I only had to get one person out, right? Yeah. So then the next at bat, I hit the guy. He got walked. So that's two pitches. I got a home run hit off me. Someone walked to first base. And then Bobby Nielsen, which is Dave's older brother, he's a left-hander. So I had to throw. And he goes, don't throw outside because he just like exactly the same. They all know where not to pitch to. Um, see if you can keep it outside. And throwing from a right, two right-handed batters, to a left-handed batter, I threw to his inside, and he's hit me the other way, which is like 380 feet over the right right field, which probably went further than the first one, and scored the runner and himself, and we lost by two. Oh, so that's how you go and throw three pitches and lose a game. Terrible, way. <laughs> and, and as good as you think you are, like even doesn't matter what you what you is, you always get shown up by someone yeah. that's just way better. Eh? A next level up, eh? Oh yeah, they're they're very well known back in the day. You know, this is like twenty five years ago, but um, and they're still around. They still play and they coach and they do a heap of stuff with all the junior leagues and stuff. Um, but yeah, big big time players, you can't beat them. Yeah, oh, mate, I've been watching um, on uh, I've signed up to their website, Marty and Michael, the University of Marty and Michael. These two like local Brisbane guys, but they're like massive online but they do like pranks and they they do these like science experiments like it's just stupid shit like what sports object hurts the most and they, yeah, and they, okay. they like they'll like whack tennis balls at each other hit each other with like squash balls and some of the shit they do it makes you realize that baseball would be extremely scary having a pitcher pegging a ball at you like that you get yeah. hit by it. It's going yeah, to knock you clean you. out. They're not meant to throw it to hit you, though, are they? No, nah, but if, you know, you get some assholes, start throwing at your head. Yeah. You'd be bloody concussed from one of them. Well, it's, it's, it's actually like a little bit quicker than cricket. cricket. I think they yeah, bowl. I was going to say, cricket must be, you know, do it's they throw scary. it fast as they do? Bowlers? It's a trajectory. So out of his hand, it's probably going at 100 mile an hour, but when it hits the ground and deflects, whereas a baseball doesn't deflect, it's just a straight... One, his name's Juan Gonzalez. He used to play for Toronto Blue Jays. He threw a whole World Series and he has like 32 strikeouts or something, something ridiculous like that to just close out the game. Um, he, he could throw at 106 mile an hour, 107 mile an hour. So you're looking upwards of 100, nearly 180 kilometers an hour. Right. So you get in the way of that, you're going to yeah. be in all sorts. Oh. Well, your reaction time doesn't actually let you see it. It's just a swing. Yeah. 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 What's all I got? What's all those? You know, like the the catcher behind yep. the player. What's all those like <laughs> gang signs? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just gang signs. What does that mean? Is that just like West Side and all that? Yeah, West Side, <laughs> East Side. No, no, they're just um what pitch he wants you to throw. 
Um, you can sort of shake it off and say, nah, he'll hit that. Uh, let's go for something else. And and then he'll go, what about this? And it's just a code for a different type of pitch because same as anything, like cricket, they do an off speed and whatever. In baseball, you've got a breaking pitch, curveball, you know, change up, which is just a real slow pitch. Some of them can throw knuckleball. So they go from a pitch that might be 90 mile an hour to another one. The next pitch is the same action, but it comes out of your knuckles. So you're holding it like like that in your knuckles. And when you release it, it takes all the speed off the ball, even though your arm action is the same. And to be able to see it, so you go from 90 mile an hour, you know, 100, 140 clicks down to something that's 110 and you swing and then the ball goes past you. It's just crazy. So, yeah, it's just a sign to show to show what the catcher, because it's basically a mutual thing. You can't yell out, no, let's throw the, no, yeah, the fastball, yeah. dude. And they go, no, it's just a, it's that, just. Is, is that pretty standard through, so they all mean the same. So, one yeah. club I have it same, you know, it's all well where the catcher the is, signs. he can see the ball pens for the yeah. home team and away team and he communicates with the with the um with the coach and he might say, you know, the runner's gonna steal, throw an outside pitch, don't even worry about the batter, you gotta get the runner. Yeah. And you don't even throw it across the plate. He might say outside with a pinky, you know, you know, a pinky going like that, you know, outside fastball with a little wiggle. And you just and it doesn't even go across the plate. It just goes straight past the batter because the catcher's already up on his haunches to throw it. Gonna to love it, yeah, yeah. So we're not even worried about the batter. It's just a communication. But yeah, back in the day when I was playing out in the rang bar, I think it was probably about 22-23, We were in the major A final, <laughs> and I had to throw the ball at the batters, you know, just to walk them because that guy could probably hit me over the fence. So the the coach would say, just hit him, and at least you get some satisfaction out of hitting the guy. <laughs> And he gets to go on the field. So that way he's not going to hit you. He's going to get hit. Yeah. So he's on the field and we'll chase someone that can't hit as well, you know? So the, the, the potentially, if it all goes wrong, you've got all these people on field and they to get a good hit, then you they score, you know? So it's a bit of a, someone, the guy I run with today said, oh, I sort of haven't really known how he's getting to baseball. It was never a big thing when he was a kid because Lachlan today that I run with is 32. And he said back when he was a kid, there was no baseball because baseball had a hiatus for years, same as the basketball did just recently. They, they just didn't have any sponsors. Yeah. So basketball lost interest after that big fiasco with ABC Childcare, that whoever the owner was there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they sort of went off, but now they've sort of got the imports coming over and a bit of the, the thing going. The same as baseball. It just went, they had no money, no players. They all went overseas and played in the US and then they sort of come back in the off season and sort of kicked it off again. But Dave Nielsen was the big guy that sort of kicked it all off again back here for us. Um, they um, up where my boys play like soccer. They um, Pine Hills. They've got a massive. They've just built a new baseball field up there as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's a training one or whatever. Yeah, the main field and stuff. But it's yeah, it's huge up there. Yeah, the clubs are getting bigger oh. and bigger now. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So many junior teams coming through that we didn't have years ago back when I was playing and and, he, and yeah Lachlan said today how'd you get into it like as a kid I've never even heard of baseball like school or anything but when I was at school we were playing in a school sports baseball but um I think I, I started when I was five I think I just skipped t-ball and went straight to baseball a couple of years early but um basically got into it and could throw really hard right from the get-go because the neighbors were all five and seven years older than me when I was five and six and we used to tape balls up with electrical tape and play brandy so if you got hit by that um mm -hmm. you're it and you go chasing them around so when you could throw harder it used to hurt them more so that's how i learned to throw hard playing brandy out in the street with all the neighbors well, where i where i go well 
used to when I lived near the um, Bunya Forest. Yeah. Around the back there, where it runs around the back of the houses. I was running around there once, and I heard this like, <laughs> like, and I was like, "Fuck, what's that?" Yeah. Like that, and I was just like, and as I was running up the hill, on the back of the house, they've got one of those like, it was a dad and his son with one of those baseball, a proper baseball. It was flinging the ball out. Yeah. And the kid was like fully on whacking it into the net and stuff like that. But nice. it was a full machine. Yeah. And it was going <laughs> like throwing the ball out. Yeah. And the, and the kid was like whacking it. Yeah, it's cool. Eh? Man, I don't. Have you guys That's never cool. played any ball sports like that? Like rounders. Soccer, rounders. Soccer <laughs> yeah. and footy. But what about tennis. throwing? And, I played tennis. But what tennis. about throwing? Like, you know, cricket. Javelin. Softball. We played softball. Yeah, I with the javelin. Yeah. So you got big levers. You're not. You're almost as tall as me. So you'd be good at javelin. I was always good at javelin, but never. My uh, shoulder's shot now. I can't even throw a cricket ball, mate. My bloody arms. Shoulders. Oh, I can still throw, but geez, the recovery takes a lot longer. I did. Um, I, I played cricket like this. You did Kent, yeah. this Kent schools thing, and I always remember. I think it was about the last time I played. I was mm. just like I was in bat, <laughs> and then um, well, I think I was waiting. So the other batsman was actually batting. So I was at the other end yeah. and he hit it, but I wasn't concentrating. I was sort of like <laughs> looking up in the sky now. and he called to run. He called to run. And I just went, I went, oh shit, like that. So he was like running and then I ran. I got to my base, but he didn't make it to his. Because of it. And he got run out and I think we lost the game. Oh, yes. In fact, the last time I played cricket, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I got a similar story to that. I played for like, the um the like place I was working for in England, they had a cricket team and I played for them. And like it took me about half an hour to get suited up with all the pads and everything. And I literally walked out. They bowled at me and I hit the first ball like along the ground, like just kind of bounced off the bat. And I started running. <laughs> and the batsman at the other end was going, no, stop, stop. So I was like, oh, shit. So I went back. And then the next ball bowled straight out. <laughs> I oh, had to wow. walk off the field. Like, it took me more time to get all dressed up than it did to even. Oh, yeah. Was cricket, was cricket a big part of your you guys growing up in Europe? We used to play at school. We played at school. Like, That's like huge there, right? But we used oh, to play. Oh, we, oh, our next-door neighbours played. Play. Our next-door neighbour was quite good at cricket. So we used to go down there. John yeah, Rose. He, yeah, his brother, brother Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Fuck, oh, okay. he could bowl the ball. Shit, was fast. So we used to have all the pads and everything. We used to go down and play a fair bit, but nothing too serious. So, but like, so it was always game. introduced in school. Yeah. yeah. We'd know, know the rules and play it and watch it. Yeah. Uh, Where did you start, Steve? You played a couple of years. Was that school too? Um. Well, I didn't really play cricket much. I just used to muck around a bit at school. But yeah, yeah I think school we played like tennis mostly and um i was like quite into playing golf as well when we were younger we used to play we had that golf, we remember steve when we had those uh that um pro lessons pro lessons by that matt yeah he, he was the pro at a cop tree cop tree manor yeah. of yeah. course we had that week of two two weeks during the holidays yeah yeah pro, learned loads from that lessons yeah, that, I still remember that. That was good. Taught us how to chip. Taught us how to where to position the ball for each different oh, shot. Yeah, you know, like when you're driving, where to be on your like stance with the ball and stuff. And yeah, mm. pick up, picked up loads. I played one game of netball once many years ago when I lived uh, when I first moved over here. I lived with Fraser and Carly's um, his housemate, 
and she said, oh, we need someone to play. It's mixed. I'll come and play. I said, oh, fuck, I'll give it a go. Why not? Mixed, mixed team. So I've turned up because I'm tall. I think, oh, they put me up the front. I can shoot because I'm not, I, I'm all right at basketball. I'm not like shit, but I'm not great. But at least I can shoot. And, you know, I've got a basket. I've got a little mini basketball court here at the house by the, on the driveway. But anyway. Didn't you buy that video to try and jump like two inches higher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Online. I've got an yeah. online training thing to try and jump. To Did it work? Jump. Did it work? Well, I was getting higher, but I've never... I managed to Just get a pair of alpha flies. Zoom yes. next I managed to jump yeah. up and with my tips of my fingers, touch the rim. So I thought, if I keep going, oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get to get there. Anyway, so I go down. It's down at the valley there where we used to play soccer on a Sunday, phrase. you remember? That we yeah, got yeah. through to the final. And... Um, so anyway, I think, oh, they put me up the front. And they go, oh, you go guard, Nathan, at the back. Anyway, so I'm barging into people. I didn't yeah. realize I had to stand still. I was going to say, you get sent off for sure. Oh. Anyway, the ref kept blowing up at me. And then she she, she was wearing glasses, told me off. I said, fuck, you need to get a new pair of glasses, darling. <laughs> and she just turned around, blew a whistle at me and said, you swear once more and you're off. Oh, yeah. yeah, netball. You can't. You can't touch. You can't make any contact. No, you, no. you're not even meant to. I don't know if you can move your yeah. hands even like. But you have to basically stand still. And I was like, I said, I was like, and then she goes, Oh, you fouled her. And I said, oh, I said, you didn't get a new pair of fucking glasses. <laughs> was a good card. Time. See ya. But yeah. So she goes next time you're off. I was like, All right, whatever. Cool. Uh, oh yeah. well, we've been going a while now. Yes. Yeah, I might go for a run. I'm oh, going out per- for an uh, anniversary dinner. Ooh, oh, happy anniversary. Dog. Happy anniversary. Yeah, cheers. Is that today? Is it 10 years today? Yeah. Or- no, nine years today. Oh, nine years today. If next you remember, I'll tell you years. I'll tell you about my purchase of the week next week. It's a big purchase. If um if uh if I can be if I'll tell you, you got you're gonna Fraser's gonna bow his head. Save it for it. next week. I'll save you, it you, next you week. Have a, he's bought himself an altitude tent. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Not a tent. I was thinking that you might have bought like one of those top of the range treadmills. Nah, right. could be cool. to do with altitude though. Oh. Oh, it's not like a massive vial of EPO, is it? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Anyway, right, hey boys, let's right knock on. it on the head. That's good. Yeah, good. Right. See you out there. Week. See you, boys. Yeah. As Glenn Kidney says. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. Get it done. (laughs) See ya. See ya.
again But it's time on my show me these purple elephants A twisted intelligence Extension of tolerance 